The act of paying attention contains tremendous power. Deepak Chopra. <laughs> Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planeden, and you're in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life. And we do so by working on our own personal development so we can be strong role models for those we love and mentor and strong for our own personal well-being. And you will find that makes a difference. The stronger you are for yourself, the better you can be for others. Whether you're a parent or a mentor or an employer or just a really good friend. So let's get started. This is part three on how we are putting the source in action to live a more inspired life and the one we really dream of. This chapter is a bit more on the neuroplasticity side. It's step three, focused attention. And we stopped, uh, started this journey on uh, the power or the law of attraction. And really, principle number two in the law of attraction is manifestation. So last episode, we worked on the action board or vision board, what you visually want to really absorb every day. So the manifestation portion of this, the neuroplasticity, is going to give you more confidence. It's going to provide you with a little bit of science about manifestation. She says, if our desires and intention are truly aligned, we can begin to manifest the life we want by engaging all our senses in the imagining and visualization of it, saying it, hearing it, visualizing what it looks, feels, smells, and tastes like. In this way, our dreams begin to feel tangible to our brain. She says, in finding this focus and fully identifying it in our mind, there are two physiological processes going on in the brain simultaneously that explain this powerful cocktail and why manifestation has real effects. These processes are selective attention, filtering, and value tagging. Focus. Finding the focus. So you can see how we're coming full circle with this book, and you can see why it deserved a lot of dedicated time to really delve in there. So, presence, focus, focused attention. What is it? <laughs> well, your presence is the best present you can ever give anybody. She says, train yourself to think in new ways. Be more in the moment, more capable of focused attention. And you do this by starting with mindfulness. Just be mindful of everything you do. Be mindful of when you're having a meal with someone. Put down the phone. Focus your attention on that person. Aha. Wouldn't that be a nice little practice to try? <laughs> That's a simple one, right? The science of presence, she says. Once you start working on becoming more present, you'll feel calmer surprisingly quickly. And within two to three months of increasing your presence and starting a meditation practice, you'll have fundamentally changed your brain. That is the incredible effect of regular practice. She says you do this. By committing to devoting a few minutes each day to meditation, it will give you a new clarity of perspective on what 
and who are your real priorities in life, supporting your higher level brain regulation and improving your resilience, making you more considered and balanced in your approach. Aha, isn't that magical? But two to three months. So you have to give this time, right? You really need to focus on building the brain-body connection. And it gives you exponential benefits, both physically and mentally. Be really well aware. And if you have to listen to a podcast or download an app, or I actually, (laughs) I record sayings and I listen to them or I'll read them out loud. Whatever works for you to just take a moment and be calm, be still. Or take a moment and go for a walk without your phone. Just go for a walk. Get out there. Smell what's going on, right? That's nature. She says frequency rather than duration is the key factor. So 10 minutes every day is likely to be more beneficial than longer, but more intermittent sessions. Now, that would be what works for you. Can you carve 10 minutes out for you? Maybe before you even get out of bed? Or does music calm you down? Does a cup of tea calm you down? Do you absorb that? Do you imbibe that? Do you feel that? What is that? It's a very calming. And when you think about it, you're focusing. Very, very simple. But it's like magic. She says, developing a mindfulness practice allows us to quiet the noise around our brain, enabling us to press a pause button, calm our emotions and thoughts, and think more from a perspective of abundance. It's one thing to understand the benefits of a mindful life in the abstract, but you have to try it yourself to fully understand it. And that gets back into when we did the, you know, really being aware of your body, what you're feeling. Is there tension? Do you have to loosen your shoulders a bit? Are you slumped over? Are you feeling down? Is your head down? You can use that physiology by lifting your head up high, maybe having a little smile on your face. Give yourself a little giggle. (laughs) Think of something funny, you know, changes, changes your mood immediately. And mm, it's a nicer way to live, isn't it? She says, you can delight your senses in many ways. Sensory stimulation is a great way to jolt your brain back towards mindful presence when you're feeling strung out or distracted. (laughs) Easy and enjoyable ways to tune into your senses that might enrich your life and make you feel calmer and happier might include going for a mindful walk, savoring that cup of tea, conjuring up a favorite childhood smell in your present home, introducing new textures and patterns into your decor or clothing, and listening to music Or mm, doing a spin class. Oh, yeah, I love spin classes, that's for sure. Do anything that encourages abstract thinking will increase the chance for the source to seize opportunities that otherwise may pass you by when you're in the habit of overthinking 
we're over analyzing. So what does that roadmap look like for you? Well, she says, you gotta live your intention and that roadmap to abundance begins by starting to brainstorm some ideal future outcomes based on your set intention and your insights so far. Your insights you created with that action board, right? She says, you might decide your ideal future. I feel confident about life and don't let doubts hold me back. I'm healthy, happy, and in control. I get my dream job, start my own business. I meet my perfect partner and we start a family. We all have dreams and aspirations and you know what they are. So what does this roadmap to abundance look like? Well, it's different for everybody. She has some ideas here in the book where she says, you know, what is it? What is it that's going to change your life? Write this down in your journal. What shape would you like your ideal future to take? And write it down. But then she goes on to say, okay, what barriers are in your way? Write that down. Write as many barriers as you want. doesn't matter. And then do the opposite. For example, I don't have enough time to reach my goals. Your opposite would be, I have all the time in the world. That type of thing. Changing the negative to the positive. Changing that vibe. And then she goes on to say, once you've done that, what are you going to do differently? What action are you going to focus on? Now, she says, pick two to three to start with. Maybe you've come up with 10 barriers, 20 barriers, and you've come up with the opposites of those. What actions can you really focus on that'll make that difference? And then get rid of those barriers. You know, I know people who would write out, oh, that dirty rat at work, they were so mean to me, and they'd write it down in their journal, and then they would scrunch it up in a ball and let it on fire. <laughs> That's letting go. That's letting go. Without getting over emotionally, especially in public, at work, <laughs> to another person. Because you don't know what they're going through. And you need to pay attention to you and what's going on with you. So if you have some barriers you need to let go of, that's a good little way of practicing for sure. Another idea that she gives here is for focused attention and get your neuroplasticity in action is visual meditation. So she gives an, an exercise. And the purpose of this exercise is ultimately to realize through visualization that you already possess those very same qualities deep inside the source, your brain, directing your pure Focused attention in this visualization will encourage you to fill up with positive energy you want to manifest. So, do you have someone? You don't have to know them. A mentor can be anybody, it can be anybody in this virtual world, right? Look at their picture, close your eyes, visualize them. What do they look like? What are they wearing? How do they smell? How do they hold themselves? You already have that inside of you. She says, 
practice until you feel you could reach out and touch them, talk to them. Or if you opened your eyes, they'd be right there in front of you. Now, this is a really interesting thing. And this really goes into what she says is feeling the connection that resonates through your entire body until you feel inseparable from this person. And it might take you a long time to achieve this. Keep practicing this visualization until you feel convinced that you now possess the qualities you are looking for and you can conjure them up when needed. <laughs> you already have it inside of you. Now, that is a positive, exciting vibe to deal with. You know, just picturing yourself in somebody else's shoes, imagining how they must feel and wanting that feeling for yourself and your family. That's inspiration. And it's all around us. You have to look. You have to watch. You have to listen. And you have to imbibe it, absorb it, become it. Now, she gave us that exercise to get rid of, you know, our barriers. But sometimes there's other burdens in life that you need to let go of. That exercise can be done over and over again. Just, you know, like, are you holding a lot of anger right now? Get that monkey off your back. She gives an analogy of a sandbag holding down a hot air balloon. And you have to let go of what's holding you down. Let go. Release it. Say, hey, move on. I'm too busy for that. I don't have time for that. Or maybe it's fear or a feeling of lack. You build yourself up one step at a time. You have the neuroplasticity in order to do so. Everybody has it within them to do so. So let your burdens go. And return, she says, to visualization as often as you can, and particularly when any of the things that are holding you back are weighing you down. This exercise will help turbocharge the power of your visualizations, using the images on your action board to empower yourself to take proactive steps towards change unimpeded by obstacles that have held you back in the past. This is where focused attention meets action. And this is the point where we are going to put it in the next episode into deliberate practice. Because so far, you have set your intention, you've created your action board, you're visualizing, you've got focused intention, you've got focused presence, you know what to do now. Let's practice. Well, if you like the show, share it with somebody you know, and I'll see you next time. I'm so excited. This is all coming to fruition. I'll see you then.